Okay, well, as part of our uh, sort of um, roaming around the ANZ world, um, I'm with one of our really important country heads here today. Uh, Mitch Mason is the country head for our business in Japan, a country that ANZ's been in for a number of years, a really important part of our regional network. So, hey, Mitch, thanks for joining us. Maybe you can give us a just a brief overview of ANZ in Japan. What's the market look like? And, you know, who are the main sort of industries uh, that we look after there? Sure, Shane, thank you. Uh, hi, and thanks for the time. Um, yeah, look, for Japan today, uh, we, uh, we have been in Japan for about uh, 50 years, arriving first in, uh, in 1969, as you know. Today, the business is about 135 people across two branches in Tokyo and Osaka, and a locally incorporated securities broker dealer that was established a little over three years ago. The business itself uh, has its roots in trade and resources where Australia and Japan are very natural partners in the global energy economy. And that has since expanded and, and, and grown. Um, as of today, the business is about 40% uh, with financial institutions, about 25% in uh, resources and energy, 20% in transport and logistics, and a little over 10% uh, in, in technology. And in terms of the environment, uh, we have the typical international platforms here in, in Japan, um, as in many other countries, obviously focusing on the, on the FIs and corporates. It's a target-rich environment. There are about 130 listed organizations, each with annual revenues greater than uh, about 15 billion uh, Aussie who are based here. Nearly all of them are global players in their respective industries. And as of today, not quite half of that top end of town cohort are customers. And, and of course, we would like to grow that. Japanese clients, as you know, tend to focus on long-term relationships. So they value not just price, but our longevity and our commitment to them. And as I said, most of them are global. So we are, uh, we're in the habit and business of throwing revenue to many other locations throughout our network via the Japan client franchise. Right now, um, Mitch, um, we've got a really diverse set of country leaders across our network. All of some have come and got really strong, long ANZ backgrounds, and have gone out and can talk to customers about. But you've come with a different path, actually. Um, you've been with us for a few years, but you know Japan particularly well. So maybe just really quickly uh, talk through your sort of background and what you've been able to bring to ANZ in terms of your experience and local knowledge. Sure. Um, thank you, Shane. I first landed in Japan uh, in my university days back in the uh, back in the 1980s. That would date me, uh, of course. Left uh, left after that experience, thinking that I would never return. Finished my education. You can hear from the accent. I'm I'm from the U.S. Finished my education. Uh, started my career. Started my family. And a few years into that, someone said, "I don't understand why you are not working in Japan." So. We moved uh, back to Japan in the mid-1990s for a two-year assignment, uh, and I have been here, except for a five-year stint in London, I have been here uh, since, uh, since that time for a few different employers. At the time, I was actually in software and consulting. Many of my clients were uh, Japanese and international banks, and of course, it was only a matter of time until I moved over. And so uh, I've had experience uh, uh, in, in banking, in markets, in Japan uh, over the last 20 years or so, Shane, before and coming to the speak the language, which helps. Now, um, Mitch, um, that, that, that experience you've had would be particularly useful in terms of my next question, which is 
you know, Japan's been an interesting economy for so many years. I mean, I remember the sort of rock star status of Japan in the in the 70s and 80s, and everybody was flying to Japan to learn about management and, and all of those things. And it's still got some, it's still headquarters to some amazing corporations, amazingly successful. But you know, the economy has had its ups and downs as well um, over that period of time. How do you what what's your sort of perspective on how the economy is traveling at the moment in, in Japan? And you no know, doubt things like the, the Olympics off again, on and off, but on, but in a very restricted way. And uh, other, the Rugby World Cup and other bits and pieces have been in there as well. So how's the economy traveling at the moment? Look, um, Shane, I think that there, there, for sure, there have been some challenges, but there are also some really good opportunities in, in the mix there. In all of the you know, struggles and challenges that Japan has faced over the last sort of 20 or 30 years, since it was uh, on the tip of everyone's tongue, it, it is still the number three economy globally. And I always have to keep that, uh, you know, have to keep that in mind. Maybe a couple of points I would share. One is that the financial markets have seen something of a resurgence since 2013 or 2014. That was when uh, you'll remember the prior uh, prime minister, Mr. Abe, put forward his Abenomics platform, which is essentially loose monetary policy, loose fiscal policy, and, and economic reform. I think most analysts would give it, you know, sort of fair marks, and it has largely worked to reflate many of the asset classes where the bubbles had formed and then burst back in the 1990s. I think there's quite a bit more work that's needed on reform, um, needed on things like digitization to further open the economy um, and, and improve the economy, but there may, be, uh, there may be more of an opportunity coming as a result of, of corona than, than initially we had thought. But we've seen quite a bit of uh, improvement in the financial economy in the last, say, seven or eight years. I think uh, another factor that is playing into Japan's economy today uh, is China. Uh, like many other countries, one of the realities that Japan is really having to navigate in, in, in these recent times is that, you know, sort of in the post-war period, the last 70 years or so, culturally, the U.S. is, uh, sorry, Japan has been very tied to developed Western nations and specifically the U.S., for much of that time, Japan has also been economically tied to that same group of countries. But today, if you look at the trade between you know, Japan and China, Japan and the US, they're just about equal. And that has brought a completely different level of sensitivity and, and complexity to, you know, to the economy here. Japan is also facing an aging population. And one way that manifests is a record number of outbound M&A transactions over the last six or seven years as Japanese enterprises have bought up assets around the world. So a favorite place for them to experiment with their business models offshore uh, is actually in Oceania. And we expect that that trend will continue. So in a, a good example of that chain would be Asahi's acquisition of CUB um, a couple of years ago. As of today, something like 90% of the beer sold in Australia is from a Japanese-owned brewery. And I would expect that that trend uh, would continue into the future as a result of that demographic trend that, that, that we are seeing here uh, here in Japan. Right. Now, of course, um, you mentioned we've been in Japan for 50 years. We're not the only foreign bank there. There's every, every uh, type of bank in the market. It's a very well-serviced market. What do you What is ANZ sort of well-known for in Japan? And what do you think sets us apart from uh, the competition? Sure, among, among the Australian banks, we are by far the largest uh, and offer the most to customers. 
we've been in place in Japan longer than the two others that are uh, that are still here. The one um, other Aussie bank uh, does have a small securities business that they started a little after we started ours. However, theirs is is in a steady state and ours continues to grow and and we're investing in that business. I would say uh, more generally speaking, uh, while many of the larger US and European firms have actually significantly reduced their, res their respective footprints here in Japan, overall we have grown, not at a spectacular rate, but we have grown very steadily as we have expanded our, our markets business, our securities license, we've taken more business within, uh, within banking as well. And then lastly, as I, I mentioned a minute ago, Oceania is a keen area of focus for many Japanese operators. And so uh, we, have a, we have a fantastic advantage with our headquarters in the time zone. It fits really well with our Asia uh, Pacific footprint. Uh, and unlike North America or Europe, an Oceania investment for a Japanese um, uh, institution is not bet the farm stakes. So um, we are a natural partner for them as they're, you know, as they're looking to diversify, come out of Japan or, uh, or deepen their investment. So you mentioned the interest in Oceania and the outward looking focus of many Japanese corporations, which is really great to see. But um, other than that, what are the other sort of growth opportunities for ANZ in Japan and what are we doing actively to capture them? I mean, you mentioned a little bit about the securities uh, license and that business seems to be growing nicely as well. Sure, Shane. Um, well, we, we are now into phase two of our securities build out uh, in, in the markets business. We have established a good beachhead in rate sales. We've just recently expanded our FX uh, and commodities sales uh, teams. The next step for us in phase two will be expanding in third party distribution, uh, investing in technology operations and compliance infrastructure to support that expansion. So in third-party distribution, we are manufacturing product that will be sold through uh, local partners, whether it's asset management companies, smaller securities companies, possibly even regional banks, um, to give their clients uh, and investors access to, uh, to our product. That's a, a key area of growth for us. We're also looking at uh, whether or not we'll be able to do underwriting. We'd like to be able to offer an underwriting capacity uh, for Japanese customers offshore and for Australian customers here onshore uh, in Japan. Beyond markets and securities in renewables, we're working with uh, several of the local banks right now to pinpoint where ANZ can play a role in wind and solar projects here in Japan. And we're looking to support currency hedging for fuel purchases for onshore biomass projects uh, that are going forward. And finally, in technology, uh, we're focused on network and trade opportunities where Japan fits into the global tech supply chain and looking to expand the number of relationships that we that we have there. Right, now, um, one of the things we're learning at the moment, particularly with what's going on in the world, a lot of companies around the world, and certainly in our uh, region, are really thinking about diversification and where else they can be growing and investing. And, and you mentioned that certainly from Japan out a point of view. One of the things uh, we've been, I've been talking about a lot to our customers is, I think more Australian companies, New Zealand and other parts of Asia uh, need to focus more on Japan in terms of is it an opportunity and market. It's a highly sophisticated market, a very wealthy market and a market where, you know, with the right investments and a long-term approach, people can do uh, well. And um, I've been privileged enough to come and visit you a few times and it's always great to hear what's going on there. But um, tell us, Mitch, from your perspective, what's that, what's, you're a country head, you're in an exciting uh, region, a country you know incredibly well. 
place that's really important to ANZ. But what's the best part of your job as the leader of our people in, in Japan? Look, I think the, probably the best part of the job uh, is getting to interact with so many high quality people and, and not just the ones here in Japan, really across the franchise. Every day brings a new opportunity. It's a, it's a different day. I like that variety uh, and the number of really you know, smart, uh, high integrity players that we have on the team. I think the other thing is, is Shane, the opportunity to be up close, up front with so many world-class businesses and, and be able to interact with their people, learn their stories, uh, and get to be part of their success as they are growing, as they are going more and, and, and more global uh, out, in, out into the world chain. Those are the, probably the, the key drivers for me personally. Great. Well, thank you. Thanks for, thank you to the team, plus on our thanks to the entire team, ANZ people in Japan, and thank you for your leadership, and it's been great talking to you. Thanks. Thank you, Shane. Can't wait to have you back.